change the Bible for you, change yourself for the Bible. If you can't understand the Bible, you probably haven't read it. Start reading it. You'll start to understand. God kind of works that way. Well, he does. You don't need to change the words that God gave you. I'm just going to say it. Uh, wasn't it kind of translated from Hebrew? Yes, that's my point. So why don't you learn Hebrew? I would love to. Do it. Do it. Change yourself. Change yourself. A few weeks ago, we sat down at the dinner table and started having a pretty interesting conversation. So I pulled out my equipment and I started to record. This is the first of three Dinner at the Crosses special insights into what it means to live brightly. And this first segment starts with defining success. My son, his friend, and my husband are all part of it. You will hear my special needs daughter in the background trying to participate in the conversation. Unfortunately, most of what she has to say sounds a little muddled, but we love her, so I couldn't tell her to leave, and I hope that doesn't bother you. So enjoy this, talking about success, what that means, and how you define it, because you do have to define it for yourself. And that leads into some discussions about scripture, church, and interacting with other believers. Right. I mean, the only reason Rich is still in business is because he he knows the day he walks out of that place, it's never going to be the same. I want to pay your house off and be like, here, here's a, you got two chances. I get you know what you're saying. You I can know. something in yourself no, I or get you what you're, I understand. Problem is, is you're successful. You don't want to be rich then. You want to build a, an empire. You want to build a, a company. You want to build something with employees and, and management and whatever. If you, if you had your own truck, say you have your truck right now yeah. and you had... You're making a boatload of money. Yeah. It would mean nothing. Is that success? You're rich. No. 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 You want to build a company where you have employees, where you can pay someone's house off and do some, whatever. Some so part you're of me, driving more towards that than I just the money. I didn't think of it that way. I'm, I mean, I'm starting to think of it that way because I don't... If I'm 100% honest with you, I'm starting to think about it that way because of the conversation that I had with Nick and because of the fact that it's like, okay, if I'm not going to... Who's going to do it? Yeah. Who's going to do it? Like we have a bunch of crap companies out here that treat people like crap. They don't have good customer service. They're not God-fearing. They don't care about the country. Blah, 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 blah. So, okay. So if somebody's going to do it, someone's got to do it, right? If we want America to continue to be America the way that we know. I guess you, you, want, you want to build a legacy. You want to build a name and a company. Partially. Right. More right. than getting rich. Right. But ultimately, but I'm, I'm weird. You're probably going to get rich. If I feel you build weird. a big enough company, you're, you'll get money. Because Can you imagine those big companies, all those people that have retired, looking at the company now thinking, what are they doing? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah. They're doing sure. my company. Yeah. I'm I sure. can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, why do you think Rich is still in business? Yeah, right. I mean, the only reason Rich is still in business is because he, he knows the day he walks out of that place, it's never going to be the same. You know what I mean? Like, but he's it's, it's the same thing as, like you said, with the donut shop. You know what I mean? It's like they want they, the only reason they even brought it up to Joe is because they're like, you know, it was a family thing and we'd like for it to stay going. Yeah. But. Now that you say it, I mean, you're like, Stoner Donut is his mom. When his mom is no longer, Stoner Donut is not, if nothing else, it's not the same. they got to find somebody who loves it and pay them enough. Or or they got to find a way to have love in it. So maybe they find love and it's like, well, we just, we made it a burger joint. You know what I mean? Because we like burgers and you better love it. You know what I mean? And make it happen. But the reason this donut is successful is because they love donuts and they she do. makes donuts. She hand makes donuts every day, and that's how it started. And then obviously you got the atmosphere, and then you got the, the locals, and then the well, I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. Like you, like 
you want to build, you want to be successful in your business, but you're not going to do that without having pride. If you're just doing it for money, you're not going to care about having pride in your work. You're not going to care about having passion and whatnot. If you want to build a successful company, you're going to have to have pride. You yep. have to have pride in it. You have to have, you wouldn't care if it was good or bad. It's like, you're getting money no matter what. So here's the hard part. It's like, how do you, all right. Cause, cause here's, here's what they'll tell you. Here's what, here's what normal uh, society, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, even religion will tell you. You can't want to be successful and please God. I ultimately want to please God. Ultimately, I could care less. Like I'm at the point now where I'll give my last $40 that I got in the bank account towards something for God and be like, hey, God, it's either going to do it or it's not going to do it. I really don't care. You know, because at the end of the day, when I die and it's all done, guess where I'm going? I'm going to see him. And he's the one that I ultimately want to keep happy. All right. But for whatever reason, God made me the way I am. And God's made me with a desire since I was this big to be the man. Period. Point blank. I don't know why. Maybe that was something that he had designed for me, the flavor on that I have no idea that I still can't even see right now. All I'm saying is I, I have a very strong desire to be successful and I want to be successful. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. So the question that you go back to Nick saying, what are you going to do? Once you get the money. Right. Right. You're going to keep running your business that you have employees on and you're going to keep them financially. Right. Well, because if I'm honest, when I first started thinking about it, whatever you want to do with it. When I was younger, I thought of it differently. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, it was like, I, I didn't want to work. Right. I didn't want to do anything. Right. You know what I mean? But then he's like, well, yeah. then we, you know, cause like, I, I think that's kind of how it came up. We were talking about rentals and stuff like that. And I'm like, right. you know, rentals, like, I don't even have to go to work. I, my bills will be paid and blah, blah. He's like, okay, then what are you going to do? I, I, I think that's kind of how it went. It was, it was it's kind of coming back to me. It's like, I was like, well, I can do all kinds of things. I can go hunting and blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, hey, you're, what kind of fulfillment's that? Yeah, I mean, and I started thinking about it. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that's fulfillment. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm talking to myself, you know, later on. And it's like, well, maybe that isn't fulfillment. It's like, okay, well, let's think about this. Like, okay, yeah, if you could hunt and fish and do all the things that you enjoy to do for the rest of your life, easy peasy, all right? But you had no one to do them with? What the hell is the point? It's like, I mean, okay, so then what really is important? Is it fishing or is it fishing with one of your buddies? Right. Is it hunting or is it? Hunting and being like, hey, I got that buck we've been watching for six months. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what truly is important? Is it actually hunting? You know what I mean? Or is it eating the deer steak, you know, six months later because you love deer steak? You know, right. I don't know. You start to think about like, well, what, I guess what's that's your fine line. You're from, you would think it'd be a wife, right? And yes, in my opinion, being that. So that's another thing, the caveat off you of not You don't work Monday through Saturday and not do anything Sunday. If you're trying to find a wife, see, what do you want more? Do you want a wife for fulfillment or do you want a successful business? See, but here's the other thing. So I think I would right? get more fulfillment out of my work if I had a wife. Because here's the problem that I have is like I've worked my ass off in everything that I've done ever ever since I've known. Like I've never done anything half-assed anything. Yeah. You know, like Monty got me hooked up with the neighbor when I was 15 years, 15 and a half years old. He took me out there and showed me two days later how to cut sod. I was, was going to be the best sod cutter out there. But that was him all the time. He oh, was yeah. always, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the well, best. Sure, yeah. In everything I did. But now looking back at it, it's like for what? You know what I mean? So like now I have this business and I really want to make this business super successful. But I feel like if I had a wife, then I would have purpose in it. Because now me making the business successful gives me purpose because now I'm providing for a family and providing for a wife. I can give them the things that I never had or the opportunities that I never had or blah, 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 blah. Um, 
or just encourage them in whatever they want to do. Yeah, and that's you know the, well, I mean? that's that's the I don't know, and then you start going down another whole rabbit hole. Like, I think there's going to be a fine life there or a fine line there between family time and work time, though. No, one hundred percent. But and, I think, and to be honest with you, I think if you're if you are working all the time, how are you going to find the wife? You work that out. The between the family and the time. Yeah, that's just. I'm sure. That's yeah. just life. Well, yeah. if you had a wife, I don't think it'd be that bad. But you don't have a wife. I think you need to find a wife. Don't you? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> True. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah. Let me just get on that. Let me just. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that. Am I wrong? You know, I don't know. Work at what? 60, 70 hours a week. Yeah. Right. And yet, Sometimes. that was one of the things I. I the, one of the things that I've told him is, if he gets a wife, and if and this is, yeah, this but is I also part need this... a wife that has this, some of the same things. Like I can't have a wife that just wants to sit around on a couch all day. Okay. Can I finish one thought? My bad. <laughs> if you get a wife. When you're looking for that that person to share your life with, right? And you're in your business. You've started your business. You're running your business. And you're spending your day, the one day you don't have work because it's raining or whatever's happening. Or you're waiting on the guy to show up with your tire because your tire blew out. You know, you've got those hours. And all of a sudden now you're going to spend that day doing all your paperwork, doing all your invoicing, doing all your whatever. And then on top of it, you have... You have to cook, you have to clean, you have to uh, take the dog to the vet, you have to, you yeah. know, all the other things. And, and when you have a partnership in well, a you know, spouse, you're the same way. when you have a partnership with a mate, and yeah, I work from yeah. home, but I'm never not busy. There's always stuff, because my kids still call me. What, I spent four days in Indiana helping Clark, yeah. because he never... Had to strip wallpaper for. He just got a house. He need, you know. <laughs> Who else is going to do that? Right. He doesn't have a wife either. Right. You know. But we tried to send him to Diane's house to learn all that, but right, didn't work out. Right. And yeah, we try. You know, we try to teach you. We try to encourage you. But you know, some kids want to learn everything, which is where you were. In that, you know, I'm going to be the best sod cutter. Okay. Well, now I'm going to be the best dirt bike rider. Now I'm going to be the best. You name it, whatever it was. Who's going to be the, the the top dog? That's the problem too. You can't be good at everything. You can't. You can't. And I think that's something with once you realize, A, you can't be everything and money doesn't solve everything. Well, I think you can. I think if you have the desire, you can be good at everything. But it's not practical to be good at everything. Well, you can't be good at everything like, at the same that's not, time. That's not what we're talking about anyway. Right. right. No, you want as many skills in your toolbox so you can pull them out when you need them. Well, and you want to have like, okay, so like there's things that I could figure out how to do. And be really good at it. A master but, of none. But it would take it would take too much time and energy to be that good at it. So you have to decide: some is this something that is worth you learning how to be really good at, or do you just find somebody who's good at it? Right, and, and that's where the beauty of and that's where the beauty of the body comes in. So when you when you get your spouse, God almost always puts you or connects you with somebody who has strength where you're weak and is weak where you're strong, right? So, I mean, I wouldn't know, but yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, that's how it is. It's also a community. Right. But it's the first community, the basic community is husband and wife, right? The two become one. Yeah, okay. So, do and you, you help each other. No, you don't necessarily go search for. Okay, so then what's the answer? You know, because if you talk to somebody, you know, no matter what church you're at, if you're a member at whatever church, let's say you're a, a member at non denominational Bly, <laughs> if you go and ask the preacher there, like, hey, like, there's nobody here that I'm looking for that is a suitable wife for me. Should I go looking for a wife? They're going to tell you absolutely not. 
that's no. wrong. No, stay stay at your church. You know, this is where your this is your church. You don't leave your church to go find a woman. Okay, yet, so let's at the same time they'll also preach, hey, gotta win the war, but you gotta show up to the battle. Well, is that not showing up to the battle? Right, right. I mean, this goes down to what? Do you, how do you define church? Yeah. Uh-huh. What is the church? Is it that building? It's a body of evil. Right. Is it? Is it that theology? Is that liturgy? Is that you know how we do part Sunday of, morning? Part of it. Yeah. I mean. Or is it the believers in Christ? Who's the body of Christ? Everybody who's a believer. Everybody who's a believer. That's the church. When. If you read Acts, you read the New Testament, they gathered together in what we would call church, quote unquote, and they sang songs and yeah, they shared things. testimony and they prayed for each other. There's going to be differences in core beliefs, though. Exactly. Church to church. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's the problem that we're at. So we've been visiting churches. Like we visited a Baptist church last week, mm-hmm. right? And it's like... They're reading out of ESV. As soon as they put it up, we're like cringe. We're like, this sucks. You know, I can't even follow along. You know, for people to try and tell me that they're the same Bible, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to go down this argument with you because you guys can make your own decision however you want. But I'm going to tell you right now, I was reading my King James Bible while they're reading and I'm trying to read along and they are not the same. They well, don't that, sound the same. One the we words aren't to. the same. The, I mean, it, the one we you can't to even follow along. James. Yeah, we. I I read along. I could follow along. Yeah, you could like, follow along with that. I could see them. I could see the argument of them trying to make it a little bit easier to read. But this one, it was like. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ESV versus King James totally yeah. different. Yeah, when you they're look not at, even the same text. When you look at New King James versus King James, that's really just making it more contemporary vernacular. There's, you know, it's it's. The funny thing is, is all the words that have changed in meaning that were written in the fifteen eleven when the King James was are translated in accurate words. You know, that's what they say about the ESV too. They say the ESV is easier for you to understand. No, that's yeah. If you read the ESV, they got a lot of five dollar words in there. You know what I mean? And you'd have to know a lot more. You'd have to be a lot more educated with vocabulary than most to be able to follow along. It's like. It's like watching the, the political elections. Uh-huh. 90% of people that are watching the political elections, because of the way that they talk, they're like, I don't even know what they're saying, but it sounds good. You know what I mean? Oh, right, right. That's the same way it was for me reading the ESV. Like, it was like, it sounds similar to some stuff that sounds kind of like the text that I've read, but there's a lot of big fancy words and it makes it kind of confusing. That's what it was like to me, right. reading the ESV. Right. Which, again, why, why make something... The, I see, I don't know. I, I, yeah, see, to me, I mean, to me, this is this is why I mean, change our conversation. Why change it? Right. Well, because well, if if what, okay, what, what, if they're what, what not the same, saying? if they're not the same, then they're different, correct? So this is a good way I've heard it. But if they're not the same, they're different, right? Okay. If there's anything well, different, if there if there's something that's not exactly the same, then they're different, right? Okay. That means they're different. So if something's different from another thing, something has to be right and something has to be wrong. Well, you're you're making a very clear. I'm just saying. Thing that's very muddy because language. But is it that muddy? How many? Or how have, many different? Or has humanity made it muddy? It's true. Because we want to please ourselves. You know how the flesh is. You buy. You fight with the flesh just like anybody else. You know how the flesh will. I'll be twisting myself up at home trying to convince myself why I'm supposed to be doing this sin that I know damn well God's been telling me for six months to cut it out. 
all right? But I'll twist it around. It's like, oh, well, God wants me to be happy. So, you know, because he wants me to be happy, and blah, blah, you know what I mean? The flesh will let me twist this thing up, and then I'll get, I'll get to a point where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Right. You know damn well. He's told you 35 times over six months what it is. But if you give your flesh an inch, that's what it does. It'll go down that, that slope. So it's like, okay, well, let's just change the text a little bit so I can understand it better. You know what I mean? Oh, let's just change it because it sounds better. I think he meant this. And then I think it this. And then, well, I found an artifact that they didn't have back when they translated the Bible. Let's add some of that in there. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, it's like, what are you even reading? Well, I have. I've and two, that's the slope that I don't like. I understand mm -hmm. that. And I understand but where you want to go at. back to Greek and, and, and Hebrew. Okay, more power to you. I'm not reading Greek and Hebrew. Well, that's where I go. Just, just to be clear. That's yeah. when I do my deep studies, it's in Greek and Hebrew. Which would be great if I okay? could read Greek and so, Hebrew. So that aside, so we, you know that there's 90 that. 90% of people aren't doing that. Though. I understand 90% aren't. And I understand that we have this big issue with churches. And to me, I look at the denominations and the different sects and schisms. She wrote schisms the book on how churches go bad. Is all divided up and it's all the brokenness of the body. You know, God says it's, it's, a, it's a body. There's many members, but you're one body. So many members, different denominations, different groups, different ways to worship, different ways to do Sunday morning, let's say. And you can get in this rabbit hole. And I'm not denying that there are things that are not as clear or are more muddy. And, you know, when I go to a church six months in a row and they never mention Jesus or the blood of the lamb or... You know, some real fundamental basics that this we should all, be everywhere. It should be everywhere. And I'm going, okay, does this guy ever talk about the blood of the lamb? Does this guy ever, you know, do they see, ever actually say Jesus? You know, who is this Lord you're singing? We'll right? Okay, so those are those are the foundational, right? Well, who some, is in charge? Well, sometimes they'll use that foundational to have ad lib though. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, because I've been to churches where it's like they 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 announce the gospel, you know what I mean? Just so to most Christians, they'd be like, "Oh, it's a good church." They they they, right. they gave the God. If you give the gospel, you're a church. You know what right. I mean? It's like that's the mecca. You know what I mean? It's like they gave the gospel. It's like okay, but if they give the gospel, but then all other biblical teaching is like kind of ad lib and throw it out the window, then what do you right. got? Right. It's like so, okay, did they give the gospel? Could somebody get saved? I suppose, yeah, you give right. the gospel, I guess. You know, I mean, God has a way of using sinners like me and, and everybody else to, to to do miraculous things that we could never do by ourselves because he used humans, obviously, to do everything. Right. But the rest of it... You I know, mean, you know, every every patriarch, matriarch, every person in the Bible, it, it's a book that you would never write if you were trying to write these great servants of God, right? Which is intentional. You know, well, how corrupt they are. Yeah, how yeah. corrupt and how, you know, whatever. I mean, all this stuff, right? But who's the main focus? Focus. That's what should all be the same. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast and find value in what you hear, all I ask is you turn that value into a number and go to elainecross.com and make a donation. I freely provide my time, talent, and treasure to publish it but I need your help to continue to provide this for you. I know people need to hear this, so I won't set up a paywall or subscription level. I refuse to be beholden to advertising corporations that control the content. 
You are who I want to serve. So help produce the next episode to spark the light in someone else to push back against the chaos of darkness, one person at a time. Go to elainecross.com, that's E-L-A-Y-N-E, cross as in Jesus died on the cross.com and make a donation. Then send a note to me at donation at elainecross.com. Let's continue. Right. So who inspires and preserves the word? The Holy Spirit. Yeah. God. God is the word. God is in charge. So I can either get afraid of this little devil, which some churches blow up into this big, huge, Herlekian, overpowering, demonic attack that's going to you know, take everybody over and you have, oh, I'm so weak, I can't help it, the world I can't fight it, too, right? right? Oh, yeah, because we're addicted to fear right yeah. now, especially. Yeah. Or you can say, okay, speck, get out of my eye. There's this big God whose very essence holds the cells together within my body, gives me breath every day, has created this universe that is so finely tuned they can't even explain it. I mean, science has, was started just to try to explain how God created the universe so we could understand God better. And I'm worried about how good the translation is. Yes, it matters, but how much does it matter? Because I can choose six translations and I would rather read the same verse in six translations in English because it's not the original text than, than narrow myself down to this is the only one because the okay, only okay, one is Greek and Hebrew so, and they don't even have those anymore. So let me ask you something then. All right, you're a writer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you put something into your words uh-huh. the way that you want to write it, the uh-huh. way that you worded it. Now, if I took your words and I'm like, okay, well, she means this by this. All right, and then I wrote it the way that I said that it means and it means the same thing, but it's not in your words. What is that? The English translation of the Bible. That's 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 not your words. Okay, I mean, but that's let, let's take it, let's take translation. It, let's, take it, let's take it a step further. Everybody in the world, same time we're on here, okay? Everybody in the world texts, right? Uh-huh. All right? You can take a text oh, and you that's can worded read. the same way, <laughs> all right? And you can read it 30 different ways. You can, you can text some chick, hey, how you doing? And they're like, hey, how you doing? Or, hey, how you doing? Or, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's three words, right? Or, hey, how you doing? All right, now. Or it could be, it could be, hey, how you doing? Hello, how are you? How is your day today? Okay, so, right, you know so, what I mean? So you can to, say so, it with different words so, and say the same exact thing. So, so to caveat off of that, all right, if I say it and the way that I say it is, hey, how you doing? I don't want someone telling somebody else it was, hey, how you doing? Okay, so. And in order for that not to be changed and it to continue to say, hey, how you doing? All right, you can't mess with it. Okay. Anytime you mess with it, it's ad lib. The more you mess with it, the more we mess it up. The more we get involved, the more it's corrupt. Right. So the more okay. we go in and say, well, well, back in the day that meant this, so I think it should be worded like this. That's human. That's 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 that has that doesn't have Christ. Okay, but what about the fact that there are words in every language? Okay, so let's say there's a Okay, so let's throw that argument out because here's the thing. It's like, okay, you, are you telling me that you can't understand the King James Bible? Is that what you're trying to say? You can't understand. You can't read it and you can't understand it. Oh, I can read it and I can understand it. But I also know that there's a whole section in the back of words that have changed in meaning. Do you go there? All the time. Sometimes. 
you know. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's it's kind of funny how some words that I didn't understand, the more that I've read the word, the more that I've spent time in the word, the more that those words have become completely apparent as to what they mean. I mean, I could have never even looked up the definition. But if you see it in this context, and then seven chapters later, you see it in this context, and then a different book later from a different guy. Now Paul's saying it, but he's saying it like this. Well, I, At some point in time, you're like, okay, I know what loins are. I, I agree. That, I know what they are. I agree. that they, I don't know much about the other versions, but I do. I would say that New King James, you could read more fluently than the standard King James. Well, yeah. You, you I mean, it's like you, reading Shakespeare in original Shakespearean language. Yeah, so it's like 1500s it's versus... Not, it's, there, is, there is an argument to be made that it is easier to read. Yeah. I'm not saying this is hard to read. I'm not saying I don't understand this. Well, you could read this a lot faster and probably okay. more clear than And that. can you get okay, more out okay. of it than maybe? You might. Okay. Because yeah. over here, I'm sitting here like, well... Oh, you know, thinking, about all, thinking about it a bunch of times. Which you know how I make a bad thing, but... Right? Huh. You know how I elaborate, right? Yeah. Okay, so you want me texting Izzy for you? What's a, what What do you mean? Do you want me texting Izzy for you? Okay, well, you're making a good you're, example. You're making, you're making the difference here. Let's, let's, not, let's not bring her into this. Anyway. No, but it is. You're because, making, no, no, it's not. No, because that's something that it, it's really, the only reason I bring that up is because it's really important that she gets exactly the way that he wants her to get what he's trying to say to her. So if he were to tell me like, hey, tell Izzy this, and I said it in my words. It would never come out the way he wanted it to come out. Why? Because I'm using my words to explain his words. Okay. Okay. Now, so think about, consider somebody who doesn't understand as easily, doesn't know, and you don't have kids. But See, you, my argument to that is, is you haven't spent time in the Bible. Because if you get in the Bible, you will. And you will don't change the Bible for you. Change yourself for the Bible. If you can't understand the Bible, you probably haven't read it. Start reading it. You'll start to understand. God kind of works that way. Well, He does. You don't need to change the words that God gave you. I agree. So these four letter words that we got in the ESV and the ISV and the TSV and the KJ, I mean, UKJ. Okay. You know Te- what I mean? Technically, like, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, wasn't it kind of translated from Hebrew? Yes, that's my point. So why don't you learn Hebrew? I would love to. Do it. Well, do it. Change do yourself. It. Do it. Change Figure yourself. It out. Okay, but what's the closest interpretation that we have in English? I'm it's the King saying, James Version. I'm just saying, a counter-argument. No, actually, it would probably be the Tyndale's Bible. Tyndale translated the Bible into English and then got excommunicated and killed, burned at the stake. So if you want the most accurate, I, did, I, I most... haven't done it in a long time, but I did a study on King James Bible and there was something that happened that only happened for the King James Bible. And it's like unprecedented on how they came to find the King James Bible to be. Because just from what I've heard, King James had like the biggest translation party ever. They had a huge amount of people in. Yes. It was like, it was like an unreal amount of documents. It was an unreal amount. Like it was, it was the most founded, like it's as close it was as detailed, let's put it to you that way. It was as detailed as detailed is ever going to be with translating it to English is King James Bible. So anything and, other than that has much, less detail. How much of the or, King James Bible is based on the, the spatungent or the spagungent? I can't, I don't know how to say the word. The way I understand it, there was a period in time where Bible was made off of a certain set of artifacts that we have had that it was handed down over generations at some point in time after king james that had split and most of the other bibles contrary to popular belief are not 
edited from King James, and they're not edited from the docu the documents or articles that we found to be most relevant when we decided in what was it, 1902 or 1982 or whatever whatever year it was. It was way before that. I forget what it was. What, what, well, was, was, what was the year of the King James Bible? Was it like it's 16, like you see it on 1611? whatever it is. There's a year that everybody knows, like that's the year of the King James Okay, well, in 350 AD, so we're talking way before that, right? 350 AD is when they had the councils mm -hmm. of the church this is when it was the whole one united church, which is okay. when you do the Apostles' Creed. It says the, the Holy Catholic Church. Catholic means united. All the churches were still in one unit. There weren't any divisions. There weren't any denominations. Okay. It was a one church. And they went through and they evaluated all the texts that they had, all the surviving letters that they had, all the, you know, because it's 300 years, you know, so we're talking... 250 years right. after. In a language, it's not, it's not English. Right. Right. So it was it was in Greek and it was Hebrew and it was... Um, and that's what I'm saying. All those artifacts came into play when they made King James, right? So At what some they did, point in time, so, they veered off and they stopped using all of those same documents. Now they're translating Bibles without all of the same documents. Okay. So what they did was they, they decided this council of all the big religious leaders and whatever came together and decided these were the, this was the canon of scripture. You've heard that word, the canon of scripture. Those are the books that we're going to contain within our holy scriptures, okay? So they translated and then the Jews even use that now to translate the Hebrew because the Hebrew from Jesus's time is not the same Hebrew as now. It was more hieroglyphic or I don't know how, I don't know, think of things written on a cave wall versus mm -hmm. alphabet. Okay. So it changed how they actually form the letters. Right. Yeah. So that's that spatungent, spacungent, how, I don't even know how to say the word and I need to figure out how to say the word. Okay. And then from that, then they started making translations into Latin translations into Latin's a made up language, right? Well, it was a Roman language. Yeah, I don't know. A Roman language that the Catholics used to, to talk keep, to each other and be secretive. And to keep the people ignorant, yes. Right. You know. And then in like 1100, so they had a couple councils of churches and they were they went through all kinds of different things. What was a heresy? What was, you know, a, a high sin? And what was a gray area? And what was good doctrine, right? So they had these kind of scale things. And anybody who was a, considered a heretic kicked out of the church. And there were things that like Jesus wasn't the son of God. Jesus was just like an archangel, which is what yeah. the Jehovah's Witnesses believe now. So, you know, stuff like that. It's like, no, you're out of here. Take your theology and go take a hike. You don't fit what the Bible says. So you're out. Stuff like that. Okay. Well, then in, in like 1050, 1100, right around in that era was the Great Schism. And that's when the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church split. Okay, now you look at an English Bible, you look at an English Bible that is, and I don't care what you use, King James or whatever, you look at a Greek Orthodox Bible and you look at a Catholic Bible and they have different books. The Catholic Bible has an extra chapter in the book of Daniel compared to the King James. Okay, so Daniel has one extra chapter, plus they have the like five extra books. The Catholics have all kinds of extra books. And the 
Orthodox right, which are based have off other of, different books. That's what I'm saying. If you dig into it, they started so basing all that it off started of different. Th- that was after this contingent thing. This whatever, right? So I'm saying, if you want probably the most accurate, you've got to go back to that. So if you can tell me the King James was was built off of that. Spatungent or whatever the heck it, the heck is right, called. and that's so. So let's let's say that because that I'm, it is because I'm not a hundred percent well versed. Okay, right. So let's say that that's what it is. Like right. King James is directly interpreted from right the Spatungent or whatever. Let's say that, right. that it is right. the way I understand it from the study that I did. It's been a while since I did it. There was a there was a period in time where you had just that, and that was right. it. All right. right, and then you had King James that was determined from that. And then you have all the other versions that are out now, right? Which didn't get translated off of King James, and they weren't translated off of Spatungent, but they went back and picked those different artifacts, right? right. And added books and stuff like right. that. And we think because the book that isn't in there in this said this, that that other text also means blah and blah 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 blah. That's what I'm saying. They veered off. Well, and I have to say that let's just call it the Protestant Bible, okay? Because that's what the King James is. It's not the Catholic Bible. Protestant. It's not the Orthodox. It's Protestant, which means it's it's everything that's not Catholic or Orthodox. Okay. Okay. So, all, all these denominations in the United States fall into that Protestant big category of Protestant. Right. Okay. Believing in the gospel, believing in the, right the big core fundamentals. Right. They're not. They're not Catholic. They're not Orthodox. Yeah. They're you Protestant. You have to do pro- twelve precincts to go to heaven or get baptized. Okay. Or something okay. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. The Protestant Bible is probably the shortest Bible, if I remember correctly. The Catholic Bible has more. The Orthodox Bible has more. Okay. Can a Catholic, having all of the Protestant Bible plus a little bit, get the truth? See, that's the one thing that I think I disagree with Pastor about. Mm-hmm. Because if you ask Pastor, and I get why he thinks it, because it's biblical reasoning is why he gets this out of it but well, god's the, not interested in your reasoning to go but on. i'm just saying he, he's using bible to make this assumption okay all right but i don't know if i necessarily agree with it but anyways his assumption is is that the bible i forget i can't remember exactly what the verse is like i could probably look it up and find it but it says that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word by of the god. word of god right you know and i can't remember the rest of it but obviously you need the word of god to be saved right all right well, in his belief, because of this split, which I he's never talked about this split, but in his belief, everything that's not King James that's in, in the English is not his word. So in his belief that if you don't have King James and you're not reciting the gospel in King James, then people aren't going to be saved. So he's saying that there's not one Catholic that's saved. No, he's saying that oh, no, Catholics are all, can, can be saved because right. Catholics use King James Bible, so they hear the gospel, no, whether they, they accept it or not. They don't use the King James Bible. Most of right. them do. No, they use a Catholic Bible. It's not King James. Well, a lot of Catholics use King James. Like a lot of people that show up to a Catholic church have King James. Well, Bible. basically, you Catholics could, don't you, bring a Bible to church. But no, knowing sure. knowing that you have faith in Jesus Christ that He died for us isn't enough. You have to hear the Scripture. I hope you're enjoying this. I know this seems like an odd, blunt stop, but we do have to wrap this up for today. So if you're wondering what the best translation is or how to pray, how to find a good church, listen to this. Do you want to start or further develop a relationship with Jesus? Go to elainecross.com Jesus and download the free ebook, Connecting to Your True Power Source. It covers connecting with Jesus, choosing a Bible, 
how to pray and finding a church home and more. Again, that's elainecross.com forward slash Jesus. Remember, this is part one of a three-part series, and the second part will be out shortly, where we will look at grace and some other interesting topics. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Don't hide it, let it shine. Let your light shine before people in such a way that you glorify your Father in heaven. Here at Living Brightly, we discuss scripture, current events, and life experiences to help you fill your lamp with oil and trim your wick so you too can be a bright light everywhere you go. Darkness and chaos try to deceive, disrupt, and destroy. But darkness doesn't exist where there is light. Living Brightly, where you learn to burn bright as an individual, and together, We become a city on a hill, lighting the way for all who seek him. Thanks for joining me. Till next time.